Hey everyone, and welcome to I Am Lacey Unleashed. I'm feeling kind of sassy today. It is, um, it is ovulation day. It's ovulation day, um, meaning like all my sex hormones are super bougie. I'm sure you wanted to know that. And um, I am feeling pretty sassy. Uh, what does being feeling sassy look like for me? I told a prospective client what my safe word is today. Um, DM me for details. Anyways, um, I wanted to hop in here and chat about boundaries. And I was having a conversation with one of my mentors today. And one of the things I'm committed to doing this year is just being more myself. Like, here's the thing. I think that I'm myself, but then when I really look at it, like how I am online, I have to lean in even more to like, who is Lacey when she's like hanging out with her girlfriends? Who is Lacey when she is text messaging her closest friends? And I have like two of them because I'm really not a big like close friend person. DM me if you are also like this. Um, But I'm committed to like leaning into like being more myself, showing off like who I actually am, which I'm kind of sassy. I'm kind of sarcastic. Yep. Never know what's going to come out of my mouth, but I also can be really soft. I hold space for people really well. We had an incredible call on Intimate Coach Collaborative yesterday with our somatic therapist, Sarah Baldwin. It was life-changing. So there's this kind of like dichotomy of me that I'm trying to reveal and step into. Um, With all that being said, though, I wanted to come and chat about boundaries today because boundaries are such an important thing to have. And as a recovering people pleaser, and let's be honest, if you're a people pleaser... When you get into tight situations, those people-pleasing tendencies tend to show up. So if anybody's like, I used to be a people-pleaser, and they claim that they've like completely healed from that, they're full of BS because the honest-to-God thing is our people-pleasing tendencies are usually an expression of our like inner child wounds. And unless you've done like deep integrative shadow work and like deep work, like your people-pleasing tendencies are going to show up. Um... And this shows up in our boundaries inside of our business. And this is one of the things that I talk to my clients about all the time. My private clients know that if they are struggling with a boundary, I'm probably going to shoot it to them straight when it comes to like withholding a contract. How many of you guys raise your hand if you have clients that are like, well, it's summer and, you know, I'm going to get busy and... I was just wondering if I could pause until September or, you know, not do this this summer. And my response is like, nope, you signed a contract. You run a business, you got to do business things. That's called setting a boundary. And I find that so often coaches have such a difficult time with this. This is a conversation that I have over and over and over and over again because it's really hard because coaches want to be good people, they want to help people, and they get taken advantage of. Amen, hallelujah, DM me if you agree. But what are some boundaries that I have in my business that I've taken up recently? What are some boundaries that I've taken up that I've had for a while? The evolution of boundaries. Here's what I know. 
a boundary is needed to be added when you start feeling something sticky or icky or confusing or heavy inside your business. And this is why I, when I teach about boundaries, I don't like to teach boundaries as like a blank slate because I think boundaries are going to look different for people depending on people's different energetic capacities. What does this mean? Somebody's capacity to hold is going to be different than somebody else's. I actually can hold a lot. I, I have the capacity to hold a lot. I handle things well. I multitask well, well. I have been working since the age of 15. Um, You know, I ran a full load of college classes and worked 40 hours a week and put myself through college. I can hold a lot. I can balance a lot. But not everybody has that same capacity. So the boundaries that work for me, that feel really good for me, might not feel good for you. You might need more or less boundaries depending on who you are. Welcome to why I really love to work with people in an intimate setting because I like to get to know what's going to work for people individually because it it is not the same. It's simply not the same. Um, So a boundary needs to come into place when something in your business feels heavy, icky, sticky, not right, too much. When you start to dread something, that's where a boundary needs to come in. So what does this look like? One of the very first boundaries I put in in my coaching business on the nutrition side was in late 2019, I enacted the like 12 to 15 minute check-in max. It felt really heavy to me as a coach to have to do a check-in for longer than 12 to 15 minutes. I also, on the receiving end, looked at If I receive something that's 20 minutes long, how am I going to feel about that? Is that going to overwhelm me being like, oh, I got to watch that 20 minute video. That seems like a lot. So I recognized that my job as a coach and my client check-ins was to get more and more and more potent and more and more and more direct and more and more and more succinct. So I set that boundary in 2019 and I've continued to teach that, that check-ins don't need to be forever long. That's a big energy leak that you are spending if you are spending too long on check-ins. If your check-ins have to be that long, you need to look at your resources because we know that especially in nutrition coaching, people ask the same damn things over and over and over again. And if you're answering the same questions and spending time doing that, you need a resource library so they can find it themselves. So you're not reiterating that in your check-in over and over and over and over and over again. I also set a boundary a couple of years ago about, actually it's been about a year ago, about evening sales calls. So in my nutrition business, we do still take sales calls. Um, They used to be an hour. Now I get off the phone in about 25, 30 minutes. Again, I set a boundary. This doesn't need to be an hour. How can I get more potent? But I used to take sales calls on the weekends and in the evenings because I was trying to accommodate other people's schedules. People work, right? People work. I need to I need to make sure that people can meet with me. Nope. If you go to the doctor, a doctor's not going to be like, I know you work, honey. Come in at 8 p.m. on Sunday. No, they're going to give you during office hours times and you're going to have to take off of work. I operate with that level of leadership in my sales calls and that this is my time. Yo, this is when you can meet with me. 
Why did I set those boundaries? I set those boundaries because weekend and evening sales calls felt icky, sticky, yucky, mucky, heavy, and I didn't like it. In my private boxer with my clients, in the last six months, I've employed a two-minute rule. This means if you're going to send me a boxer, it's got to be two minutes or less. Now, you could send me three two-minute boxers, but if I get a boxer that's nine minutes long covering 18.5 million topics, it's going to be really hard for me to follow. So I have my clients send less than two minutes at a time so I can really make sure that I'm digesting what they're saying and I don't miss anything. I put up a boundary when long boxers felt heavy. I put up a boundary inside of my Intimate Coach Collaborative container. It used to be all access, private access to me. Now it's not. I put up a boundary there because it felt heavy to have a group program with that much direct access. I recently put up a boundary that there are no notifications on my phone. There's no notifications on my phone. Why? Notifications felt heavy. It felt triggering to be doing something, working in the flow on content or a launch process or something really important for my business and then to be interrupted by a ding or like to look over at my phone and see like a little like alert. I'm an inbox zero kind of girl. Some of y'all got like 8,462 emails and that's your problem. Your baby to rock, as my late aunt used to say. Um, so I put up a boundary that I cannot have notifications. That way I go into my apps, Boxer and Slack, and my text messages at times when I am prepared and regulated to receive that information. I don't have, personally, I don't have set boundaries on what time I will stop or start responding to clients. Um, I have general boundaries around that, but I'm going to be honest. I mean, if it feels good for me on a Tuesday to have a conversation with a client at 8 p.m., I'm going to do that. Do do they expect it? No, because I have a 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. verbiage in my contract. But if I choose to have a conversation at 8 p.m., that's that's my own business. It doesn't always feel heavy for me. That's my decision. There's some people that would think that was crazy. Again, you do you. This is why I think boundaries are so individualized. There are some coaches that on their calls, the moment it hits an hour, they're like, peace out, I'm done. If I'm working with a client through something and it needs to take an extra 10 to 15 minutes, I will do that so that I can finish closing the loop. That's what feels good for me. Other people might put a boundary and really start to make sure that their time is wrapping up beforehand. I'm more fluid with that. So when we talk about boundaries, when we teach about boundaries, what you get to do is recognize what you need. And we had a conversation yesterday in Intimate Coach Collaborative with our somatic practitioner that led into some conversations today about the window of tolerance. What is the window of tolerance? The window of tolerance is how much your nervous system can handle. And at any given time, your window of tolerance for what you can handle and hold might be smaller or larger. And this is why I think understanding your nervous system and understanding yourself inside your business is so important because when you understand yourself and your nervous system, 
and your window of tolerance, how much you can handle, you'll never fall into the trap of being in a position with like a mentor or a program where they're telling you, you have to do all of this and it feels really bad for you, but you override your system and do it anyways, or getting into the position with clients where it feels really wrong, but you do it anyways. When you understand who you are and what's important to you and how your nervous system is regulated, you make better decisions for yourself. There's a lot of people walking around making a hell of a lot of money in the coaching industry with completely dysregulated systems. Completely. Totally. And I find that really sad because it's going to lead to things like burnout. Boundaries lead to burnout. but they're highly individualized. Just because one person says, these are my boundaries, you are not required to mimic those. You can learn from them. You can learn from people modeling good boundaries to you, but that doesn't mean that you need to adopt them. You get to think for yourself. So boundaries for me is never a blanket conversation. It's a what works for you conversation. When I speak to my clients, I usually will tell them what my firm boundary is and I give them the opportunity to decide if that's their firm boundary. I want them to speak for themselves. So if they ask me like, what would I do in this contract? I'm like, this is what I would do. This is what I think you should do. But ultimately it's their decision because it's their boundary to own. How much better does it feel to recognize that you are in the driver's seat of what you decide to do, that nobody else is in the driver's seat? I think that that feels much better than being told all the time what to do. So when we're looking at boundaries, when you start to assess like, do I need more boundaries? Why am I feeling burnout? My question for you is to look inside your business. What feels heavy, icky, sticky, mucky, too much? What are you avoiding? What are you dreading? How can you start to remedy that for you? It gets to be for you. It doesn't have to be for anyone else. Boundaries bring you closer to yourself. And if you set the wrong boundaries, it could actually take you away from yourself. Boundaries bring you closer to yourself, which is the lens that you should always look at it through. Thank you guys so much. I hope this was helpful. Let me know. DM me if you have any questions. I will chat with you soon.